Welcome back to another episode of Grow Queen Podcast. Podcast. It's your favorite host, Shakrina. <laughs> and Patrice. And we are back this week with another topic. Honestly, I will say another discussion because I don't know what the topic is. But we're back this week with another discussion um, to encourage y'all to grow and as we as we encourage ourselves to grow so let's start with the question how did you grow this week mm, i gotta start yeah i'm not gonna lie i was thinking like all week <laughs> like as i was going through the week i'm like you know i could talk about this this is how i grew oh i grew here you know but um actually i, w- I would say not even actually, because I hadn't said anything yet. But um, I think this year was, this week was a lot of growth in a lot of different areas. Um, for one, I think that I was, um, I was challenged this week to look at someone else's perspective. In many ways, more than one, more so two, but um, and to to understand my feelings, but then to also try to see it from their perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one area that I had grown, or I won't even say grown because it's a work in progress, but that was an area that was exposed, um, and then. I guess with this week with parenting, I just like, I don't know. It wasn't a a bad week, but it had a lot of down moments Yeah. to where I was just like, bruh, um, how I grew. I don't know. We're going to have to come back to me. I'm not going to lie. I got to get my brain flowing. You just said that's how you grew. You just said it. Or was that not it? But, like, to give examples, because, like, I want it to make sense. Oh, okay. So, like, right now, I feel like, let me warm up and get my brain together. So, that means you go first. So, for me, I um, actually was thinking about this while I was, you know, in the shower and stuff. Uh, And I was trying to figure out, like, where did I grow this week? And the obvious one... Which was which would be something that you really really wouldn't consider, but I would say, I grew in my body, because the fact that my thighs and my buttocks are on fire, <laughs> <laughs> like my muscles are growing. Okay, so your girl and she was working out this weekend, and yesterday's workout just took me out. Like legs was wobbly afterwards. Um, and today I feel the pain, but I just know that that means they're growing or my muscles are growing. And it's funny because I'm on like a new, uh, what's the like level, I guess with my work workout. So like last, the last one I did have one week where, you know, I was in pain, but then the rest of the workouts didn't really phase me, but it's like now I'm on another level. And I'm like, okay, I'm sore again because now I'm pushing them another, you know, like a little, a little more than I was last time. So that's what, like, what I had kind of realized earlier today. I was like, Shakira, you're on another level 
of workouts so your muscles have to now grow in that area and it's just making them stronger um so yeah so for sure the main way I grew this week was physically that's the word I was looking for physically because my muscles hurt (laughs) they are so sore tender my buttocks hurt I can't sit down for real and yeah that's a form of growth though something you probably wouldn't even consider but that was it for me as far as like spiritually and stuff I don't know I don't really I don't know and I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be all of that every week you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so it's like for me this week it was physically because yeah I pushed myself um especially with me working out with my foot being injured like my toe hurting um and still committing to those three three days a week and I had to you know tweak some things here and there so that I wasn't injuring my foot more but make sure that I was still committing to the workouts and honestly like I was able to do most of them I only had to tweak one of them but I got it done and it felt really good afterwards I hated it in the process but it felt good afterwards so yeah Yeah, I don't know I'm still trying to think um I guess I'll just take the the one that just stands out right now and that's just being um mindful of other people I guess um so for instance today is Saturday so Cameron goes with her dad and um (laughs) I was so ready for her to leave (laughs) that when I go take her to the car like I see him like lean back in the seat sleeping but I'm just like okay you know here you go bye didn't even talk to him and I had my time you know I enjoyed it but then later on, I was realizing, like, as I was in the shower, I'm just like, you know, you didn't, like, I don't know, like, you didn't check in. Like, you wasn't even trying to be considerate of his day, knowing that he works overnight and he gets off or whatever. Um, So, afterwards, I like, I called them, and he was asleep. So, you know, Cameron is just doing her thing, whatever. She's like, Daddy's sleep, And I was like, you know, I felt bad because there were signs. Like, you know, it was there all along. Like, he's tired. But I didn't check to be like, you know, you good? And granted, he don't tell me. So when I did talk to him on the phone and I'm like, um, why you didn't tell me? And he's like, well, the weekend is all that you have because I'm with her throughout the whole week. So it's just like, I don't want to basically mess you up type of thing. And um, for me, I don't know. So basically what I kept thinking about throughout the day was, in my head, I kept saying, oh, just this one day is not enough, God. Like, this one day isn't enough. But then I had started to tell myself, like, it's one day for me, but it's also one day for him. So it's like, it's one day for me to be by myself, but it also is only 24 hours for him to be with Cameron. And I'm like, and I know that that's not, that doesn't satisfy him, basically, knowing that when he did have more time, like, he would take her three days out the week, you know? Um, So I know that 24 hours isn't, sufficient to him but it's just what he has available right now so I don't know I guess just being mindful of the other person's perspective and then even how we had our conversation earlier this week and um just how I could be so focused on me and so focused on how I felt how I what I went through whatever that I didn't open it up to see 
how somebody else was experiencing it or whatever and be considerate or mindful of that. And um, if any of that makes sense. Yeah, I would say that just from first, just from observation, that God has challenged you a lot this week mm-hmm. in regard. He's He's challenged your perspective um, on things, and just He more so, I would say, just kind of opened your mind. Um, it's funny too because we talk about perspective all the time, and um, just going back to the conversation that we had earlier this week, it's like you would constantly share your perspective in a situation. But, um, and it was more so in regards to how it, it relate to you, right? So how we was perceiving you or how we perceived a situation. And you would, per, you would share your perspective on what was actually happening. Um, but it never went, like, it was never reversed in regards to, like, okay, so you felt this way about this situation, but this is their perspective of it. Like, for me, it was like, this is my perspective of it. Um, so it was always just one-sided, I would say. Like, and I, I, I don't know, I'm not going to say I, I take fault in it, but it's like, I was so, I was more so focused on making sure that you felt comfortable. You know what I mean? Um, so when it did come up to bringing, when it did come to bringing up how I felt in the situation, I would kind of put my own feelings on the back burner, you know, um, just to make sure that like, because I, I would say because you are more sensitive than I am, you know, so I, but I, I am a considerate person. People just don't like to say that I am right. But so it's like, I also consider your feelings and I know that certain things you can't, well, before, cause you've grown a lot, but you couldn't just say things to you. Right. Like I couldn't just challenge your perspective before, um, without you shutting down and so I guess like now is the time where you are mature enough to be challenged and to receive it like initially we always get on defense but like you listen and you received it and then it's like for you to go back and you take that um and just try to work it out like you said like you're learning you're still working it out it's not like okay I'm better now you know what I mean like it's a process like growing takes time you know, and it's never not anything that's just natural. Like, you just jump into. Like, you have to be intentional at it. And you, um, just push through regardless. So, yeah, but I definitely would say that was a lot of... Um, what I say? Guys, what? <laughs> um, challenging my perspective. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I, I think my a lot of my growth came from... Um, like how you said yours was body, like mine was a lot more spiritual and emotional. Yeah. So, or mental, I guess. Mind, body. No, not body, but mind, soul, and spirit this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess, I don't know if this is considered growth, but having to be honest with myself and admit that I'm not happy. Yeah. But then... um knowing what it is yeah but then even to admitting like what's preventing me from doing it doing it what's preventing you from doing the thing that makes you happy i think that's a big one because i told you that's the question that i had asked and i was like are you happy do you think you deserve to be happy and what is preventing you from being happy yeah you know and 90 percent of the time it's fear 
Like fear is a thing that cripples us from moving in the direction that we want to move in. You know what I mean? Like it's like you want that thing over there, but you're too afraid to go after it because of the the um possibility of being rejected. You know what I mean? You might uh just the obstacles that will come with you pursuing the thing that you want. So, yeah, I think it's like all in all, we have to choose, like, are you going to allow fear to keep you crippled from going after what you desire? Or are you going to be bold, right, and step out regardless, regardless of what the outcome is? Because we do, we can suck ourselves out from even ever going like ever even what what's these words saying we can psych ourselves out from ever taking that step forward um it's it could be just scenarios you play in your mind you know what i mean like you will tell yourself like no okay if i do this then this could happen and then that and then eventually you just never do it yeah like you just never go and my thing is is like i was like well i just don't know where to start but it's like, okay, ask God, right. you know? But I'm just like, oh, I don't know where to start, so that's just, that's it. Right. But it it is like, ask God. But as we were at the park yesterday, I was sitting there and I was telling God, I was like, I don't want to, I need to do what fulfills me because I don't want to resent anybody, mm-hmm. Cameron. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to later resent her and just be like, you know, I put so much focus into you. Especially being... That I don't know if that sounds bad, but whatever is my truth. So it's like with okay. So tomorrow will be a year that God that I've been out of work and that God sat me down and I'm home with Cameron. So it's like within that year, I'm thinking that it's just solely Cameron. You know, like putting so much into her. Granted, that's a whole different story because I have my ups and downs even with that. But um, I could have got so consumed in it just being Cameron. Even today, like, right now, like, I'm still just trying to figure out what all of this is about. But, I don't know, I feel like I'm talking in circles. Fact of the matter is, I just told God, I was like, I don't want to regret, or not regret, I don't want to resent anybody. I don't want to be upset. Um, And I realized that, unfortunately, my happiness doesn't come from Cameron. And my happiness don't come from a relationship. And I, I told God that. I was like, you know, this person ain't going to make me happy. And just Cameron alone won't do it because there's more. And um, I know some people get stuck in limbo and we can make ourselves just believe that, that that is just it. Like, you know, because we don't know. But I have been blessed with the opportunity or the ability to know what it is that does fulfill me. Um, so I have a responsibility to act on it. Yeah. And then if I don't act on it, the only person that I can be upset with is myself. So it's just like, I don't know. I just don't want to look back on no time. Well, this time is up until this point where I became, um, where I knew or where he made it clear what it was. That's graced. So it's like, I can't like dwell on that lost time because, you know, it was a journey to get here. But up from the point where I found out what it is going forward, like, I don't want to look back on that time and be upset or regret any of it. Or, right. I think a lot of a lot of mothers do that. Um, they have that resentment toward their child. Unintentionally. Yeah. 
Um, but like I'm not gonna just be out here like I just can't stand you. Yeah, like you know, but it that. eventually evolves into that sometimes. Yeah, because really how I started feeling was like even yesterday, just how I said I had ups and downs this week, like with parenting, like yesterday was a down day, a bad day. Or I'm not gonna say a bad day, but it was like a, a off day. And I had to realize that it's because I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And okay, I don't even want to say I'm not happy because Hmm. Like, I'm good. So, like, I have joy, I guess. But my happiness was, you know, a little off. And it could be a sense of unfulfillment. Unfulfillment. And um, especially seeing other people operate in their their gifts or seeing them just be, like, in it. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. I didn't show up for her yesterday, like, to the point where I didn't even want to be bothered. Like, girl, just go over there and let me be in my feelings. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's just, like, I don't know what that could turn into. Just that feeling alone, like, a lot, you know? Because it is just, like, man, something is missing. Like, mm-hmm. something is missing. And when you feel that way, you can't show up. Not at all. Because if something is missing, then you're not whole. Like, there is a missing piece. But, um, and then I started feeling bad too, because it's like, okay, well, your happiness shouldn't be contingent on other things. Like you should just be, find your happiness in God and and in Jesus and stuff like that. So then I'm like, okay, well maybe I need to just chill out and just be happy where I am. But the reality is, is that the, I'm not fulfilled because I'm not operating in the gift that God gave me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's all. That's kind of like when people say, like, no matter what amount of money that you have, right, like, you can make millions, but if you're not doing the things that you love, or, like, what you just said, if you're not operating in that gift that God gave you, then there is going to be this void that you feel, and I know for me, like, we had this conversation when you asked me what was my why, you know what I mean, and when I finally figured it out, I was like, my why is because or my why is better is available and then I realized that I spent my whole life basically trying to find something that fulfills me like trying to fill a void you know um and so I thought that maybe if you know I have my own business I would be fulfilled if I had more money I would be fulfilled if I had a relationship I would be fulfilled you know like if I could travel, just all these things, all these tangible things I thought would fulfill me. Um, and to be honest, the truth is like for me too, like I wasn't operating in the things that like that God had naturally gifted me with. Right. Um, and as I'm like slowly transitioning out of this, this wait season or this wilderness season, whatever you want to call it, like being able to see things um because even then like in the wilderness I was still doing things that okay God told me to do this and like yes I enjoyed doing them but it's like is this the thing that you can see yourself doing forever you know what I mean is this the thing that you can see yourself doing no matter what amount of money that you get like you live what they say eat sleep and breathe this thing um, and having the conversation last night with Titi, it was like, uh, when she was just talking about all her different, when you was asking her about her passion and she was just talking about all her different gifts and talents and stuff that she has. 
and I told her, I was like, we have very similar talents. Besides the painting thing, your girl can't draw <laughs> for nothing. But, like, music and writing and things in that sort. And I told her, I was like, when I was younger, music was always my thing. You know, even before dancing. Like, it was writing music. Um, and I was like, but then once I learned how to braid hair. Because I used to always say I was going to be a professional singer. That was my job. I was going to be a professional singer. Um, and then when I learned how to braid at 12, it was like, okay, well, I could do this. You know, so now I want to open my own shop. But also, too, that brings money. And then, too, I wanted to be a professional singer, but I didn't like to sing in front of people. So <laughs> it was like I could do the hair thing, right, mm-hmm. you know, because the the singing part scared me. Mm-hmm. Like, it scared me to have to use that gift. And so even to now, like, most people, if you know me, you don't know that I sing, you know. Like, you don't know that, like, I love music the way that I love music besides just, like, listening to it. Um and so when I was explaining that to her, I was like, girl, like, I used to write songs and then Snoop used to come in there and try to sing it. I was like, that ain't the tempo. You got to sing it like this. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm giving everybody lines and stuff. Like, you got to sing this note. I was like, I was making videos for a 3OW album. <laughs> I remade <laughs> Beyonce's uh, Naughty Girl song. I We had made the a video or like, yeah, we had kind of did a whole little video. Well, it was a dance to it. Um, before she even came out with the with the video child, we made a whole dance at daycare. Me, Shneeko, and Courtney, <laughs> and we had chairs and everything. I don't, like, I don't, I don't know why, but I when I tell you when Beyonce came out with the video, I was like, y'all, that's the same. That's the same dance we did. <laughs> <laughs> like she stole our dance because she had the chair scene and everything. So I was like, man, but I used to do stuff like that. And then I was telling T, I was like, um, I said, but I used to remix songs like. I would take a song and I would just change the lyrics, right? And it's funny because earlier today I was sitting... One of the songs that I remember, that I always sing, which I'm surprised I remember it, was the Oops song. Um, we was like seven, eight. Mom made us sing it for Uncle Larry. I was like, oops, there you go again, girl. Why did I remember that whole song? So today when I was singing in my head, I was like, Trina, you remember all the lyrics? <laughs> like, But you could tell I was young when I wrote them because the lyrics is crazy. But um, but yeah, I was like, so like another half part I came in, I was like, I forgot that part. But yeah, I was like, I used to just rewrite songs. Like, um, Sierra came out with, uh, this is where they stay, crump, throw it up, dubs on the Cadillac, white tees, Nikes. I rewrote that whole song. And I was like, uh, I was like, what, what the heck did I say? Because I wrote one for Cali. She was talking about Atlanta, but I wrote one for Cali. And I was like, um. Dang it, I can't remember the lyrics. I'm gonna remember the lyrics and I'll tell you later. But um but yeah, and then or when they did the um the hardball song, Oh Bow Wow, Sammy, like that video, like I saw me like making that video. Like I just used to always just envision myself in the industry. Like music was my thing. But again, like I said, it was the thing that scared me the most because it's the talent that he gave me, but I would never say nothing, but when it came to hair, I mean, granted, I wasn't like bold, like I'm going and telling people, but it's like my work kind of, kind of spoke for itself. You know what I mean? If anybody see something that I've done, it was like, who did your hair? And then, you know, it comes back to me, but thinking that was something that like I had to promote by myself, you mm-hmm. know, like I had to be bold in that and be like, yeah, this is, this is what I do. This is who I am. And it scared the hell out of me. So I just went you know I reverted backwards even when I was in choir like I joined choir I didn't join choir until 
high school as yeah. sophomore year. I did dance. Like, I yeah. chose dance over singing, over music. Because um, I was good at that, too, you know? But it was like, that route was easier, too. I don't know. Singing just always scared me. Like, I did do my solo and stuff in the choir. But, but I was saying this because, like, I joined choir in first semester. And then the choir teacher, like, we in a whole group. And she had, she had pointed me out or called me out, whatever. And she had spoke to me. And she asked me to join vocal ensemble in my head I used to be like how do you hear my voice like how do you hear me but she had pulled me aside and she like you know wanted me to join vocal ensemble and stuff but it's like I used to just I'm not singing unless everybody else is singing you know what I mean <laughs> but she she heard it and yeah singing just always been a fear even I girl I tried out for um the talent show at Royal Palm I made it but the day of I did not perform Mm-mm. I was like I'm scared I'm not doing it I used to just chicken out every time. It was just... But I'm saying that because it's like, that was always a thing. Like, that was a thing that came natural, but it was a thing that scared me. And yeah. so I was just like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. I'll, I'll write songs and stuff in my house, in my room. And that's the thing that I can just do. You know? Like, and I'm I'm a visual person. So even, like, creating videos and stuff like that. Like, I love doing stuff like that. But... Yeah, unless you know, you don't know. <laughs> but we've I've, we've said this before too. I've said it before is that there's a difference between your gifts and your talents. Mm-hmm. Like your gift is something that just comes naturally, and I think that a lot of people kind of hone in on the talents. Yeah, like what can I do? Well, yeah. I think they they mix both the gifts and the talents. Like what can I do? Um, and sometimes the gifts. I don't know what I'm learning now is that it is. Like, just listening to a lot of people, whenever they tell you to, like, oh, what is your gift? They always say, think back to your childhood. Mm-hmm. It's always, like, what happened? What came natural? Uh, something that you just did without even thinking about it. Um, and that is the gifts that God gave you. But the funny thing with that, too, because we talk about Cameron a lot and her musical gift, right? Of, like, how she could pick up, like, beats and just songs and stuff. And, like, that was me. Like, mom used to always be like... Trina knows every song on the radio, right? <laughs> I love beats, but I I brought that up because even when Cameron was a baby, I used to sing to her, but I would always like make up a song and sing it to her. Every time, like when I put her to sleep and I would just sing it, I don't forgot. It was like a like a lullaby song that I had mm-hmm. that I used to sing to her when she was a baby. But man, singing just writing, like just coming up with lyrics and just always been it. But okay. it's always been the thing that Cause it's like as you grow older, you just be like, nah, I miss that train. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I miss that, and it would have been cool. And then too, the fear for me is feeling inadequate because it's like, yes, I can do this, but it's like when it comes to musical notes, like your girl can't read music. I read music and vocal ensemble, that was it. <laughs> but I cannot read music, so I don't know notes and stuff like that. Cause even when we used to audition and vocal. I told you he would play the beat and I had to sing the notes. I suck. And so, like, that would be the things, too, that would, like, scare me from it. Like, make me shy away because it's like, I don't know everything about music, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I can't tell you that it's this note or I can't tell you that it's that note or how people could just sing notes. Like, like how vocal coaches and stuff are. It's like, I never had that gift, but I do have some sort of musical gift, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, you kind of like, okay, well... I don't know all of that. So maybe not. Maybe that's not my lane, you know. And so you just, nah, I don't want to do it no more. 
but um but yeah like same thing with so with mine would be with it being sports it's just like how we were talking yesterday and I'm like the reality is is that I only did sports up until sophomore year yeah so it's like the way that I look at it is from sophomore year up until now well I was what 15 in sophomore year I'm 26 now so 10 11 years later I'm like you know stuff is probably different yeah like I don't and that's what I was telling you yesterday I said this is how I do it it works for me but I don't know if that's the right technique like I don't know and your response was you can always learn it's like when you have the natural gift to have the gift doesn't mean to to doesn't mean that you know it all yeah, right because if you know it all then you're just gonna be arrogant and prideful exactly. and all that stuff first of all but it's like you have to constantly be growing you have to constantly yeah. be learning and teaching yourself and evolving yeah um so yeah i don't know i i think that fear definitely cripples and um that's just the enemy mm-hmm. like because it keeps you from doing the yeah. very thing that you're supposed to do and that's the thing though I, I don't know why we don't be smart enough to be like okay if this part over here makes me scared but this part over here is like oh i can do this right. like clearly that may not be the thing that right. is the thing right. no matter how good you are yeah like it just may not be the thing but we always go with comfort yeah you know like okay well i guess that's what i love but i'm good at this yeah. and this I can I can work right I yeah. could work it and I can make this successful that's how I felt with hair like I could be successful at hair you know what I mean like or oh, I could see how this would yeah like and so yeah everything else just more focus just went more on that like once I learned how to do it and that's what teacher she was like she was like you you went more towards the money Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I don't even think it was even that because I was like, okay, well, I can make money from it, but more than anything, like I said, it's I could do this, right? And that didn't scare me as much as doing music. Like, yes, yeah. I love doing music, but when it came to hair, I was like, okay, I'm good at this and I can do this. So it just yeah. kind of averted my attention a little bit. Yeah. So I was like more so focused on that and I stopped focusing on music. I wasn't even doing music as much, but when I tell you, like, when I did have my moments, I would be in my room like when we first moved out here um in the first house i was in my room all day just writing and this new came up there that's when i was like you singing it wrong <laughs> that's not how it go like i got the whole beat and that's what I was like i would have beats and stuff in my head but i don't know how to make beats i don't yeah. know how to tell you what notes to play you know yeah. what i mean i just know the tempo i know the rhythm i know how i want it to sound yeah. and i just didn't know how to execute it i guess yeah. um so then it kind of just seemed like it was more of a hobby you know, like, which they normally do with music. Music is just a hobby. Um, when it comes to any, yeah, I was just about to say that when it comes to anything in that sort, it's like, oh, that's just a hobby. Um, but because most people don't make it right. You're not successful. And it it doesn't mean that I have to be like, it might not even be professional singer because that stuff still scares me, but I could be a writer. I could, I could just do it. There's so many different things to do in the industry besides being on in spotlight you know what i mean right and i think it just goes to your heart and what are you doing it for yeah because even with um with our cousin and how the nfl is the goal but i'm just like if football is the passion nfl is the goal but if that that goal never comes, if that goal is never met, are you still fulfilled? Right. So it's just like, 
even if you don't get to this grand thing, as long as you're operating in that, like, are you still fulfilled? Yeah. Or are you going to be like, I did nothing because I never made it to the NFL? Right. Yeah, you overlook everything. Yeah, or I didn't, I made, I did nothing because I never made it to the freaking radio or, right. you know, BT. Never had a number one hit. Right, never had a, because, but look, some people be one hit wonders. Yeah. So what are, what are you, what are you looking for? Right. Like, what, what is moving you? And it's just like, I don't know, so... Even I was listening to an interview about Molly Music earlier, and he was just like, we, like, you you would look at the person that made $4 million over the person that made 400000 you would equate them to be more successful. But it's just like, that's because you're just looking at the money. Yeah. But it's just like, what, what came with all of it? Like, what did you do? So, I don't know. And honestly, like, with this whole sports thing, it terrifies me. Yeah. Like terrifies me. And I just don't know where to start. And um it's like, all right, God, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna just have to trust you. But even with that, it's just like, okay, what what can you do with this? <laughs> like, I mean not me. I mean not God, but me. Like yeah. cause that's with God it's just like, you know, what you mean what can I do with it? I could do anything. Anything. But I look at it for me and it's just like because I felt like I missed my better days. Yeah. But, um, no, for sure, girl, I'm about to be 30 and you like, you about to be 30 trying to get in the music industry, right? And like, so it's like, your time is up, girl, right. what you doing? And no, cause right. God is God, right. <laughs> but it still was never really a thought to like, let me get back in it. I still yeah. at 30, I can still open a shop and be successful. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that is doable. But to say like, I'm about to be 30 and I want to get in the music industry or whatever the case. Was it? Shouldn't you have been like practicing for years? You know like, what I mean. And that's like, what I'm saying too. Ago. Like when you look at it, it's like these people have been training since kids. Yeah. Like or the people that finally make it out, majority of them they've been in the background for years in regards to music. Like that's what I'm realizing. Like oh, you've been around for a minute, but you just now get in that limelight. You know. Yeah. One thing that I will say for me, because I did, I'm just, I just thought about it. I just tried to chicken out again. Like, just now. Because I said, I could do the writing thing, right? I could do the behind-the-scenes thing. Because the singing scares me. Like, that's the thing. If that's what scares you, that's the thing. Writing doesn't scare me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I used to compare my voice. Like, because when you just said right now, right now, when you were just like, they've been practicing for years. Because thinking about Star Search, thinking about American Idol, like, all these people who just have naturally, like, because, I don't know, when you said it, Tiffany Evans popped in my head because she was on Star Search. And just how strong her voice was at such a young age, mm. you know what I mean? And so I used to see stuff like that, and my voice is not strong. Yeah. And remember I had this conversation with you, like, months ago when he first brought up music. Yeah. And I was like, I never felt like I had a strong voice. Yeah. Like, it's cool, yeah. but it was never, like on that level to where I was like I could take which is why there was never really confidence behind it like I was confident in writing I was confident in in making up these videos you know what I mean but it's like me getting out and singing I never felt like my voice was good enough compared to who does make it right like yeah but even look at Tiffany Evans like she made it yeah but where's she at now yeah it's funny because I just came across a, a YouTube video yesterday or the day before, or whatever. So she, it's her and her boo. They got their own YouTube video or YouTube channel now, and they just released a song. But 
And I was just like, I saw the name Tiffany, but I was like, is this Tiffany Evans? Because she looked different. And then I read the comments, and they was like, uh, people better let go of Promise Ring and, like... Girl, <laughs> Promise Ring was nice. Was let her like, evolve. Right. And I was just like, dang, but even that, like, how many songs can you name of Tiffany Evans? Right. Like, besides Promise besides Ring. Promise Ring, right. Yes, promise Girl, that was my song. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, it's just like, so people that do have them strong voices, like, I don't know. Look, the music industry is not your girl. Man, first of all, the music industry is brutal. Listen. I just thought about Sierra too, maybe because you brought up Promise Ring. But uh, she wasn't the strongest singer, but like vocally. But I was like, um, she's always been good at dancing. But I was like, she she still makes her music regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, not really just had that thought, man. Like, Trina, you're doing it again. <laughs> you're still trying to find your way out and that basically tying this all together right so this process for me um so you know how I told you that being in front of the camera is like my element so I thought it was a YouTube thing but it's funny because I do like to be in the front but I keep trying to force myself to be in the back right mm-hmm. like I'm comfortable being behind the scenes and music but I like being on camera. Like, I like being in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, kind of like how I was saying, I was like, that's God. It's like, you were meant to be in the front. That's where you're most comfortable. It just scares you. Yeah. And I mean, I had to conquer my fears of doing YouTube, going live. You know what I mean? Being in front of the camera and like, what's the word? Like, on display. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, man. He's just bringing it all together. And... Music is my passion. Like, music has always been the thing. And I was even thinking earlier about the music thing. And I was like, man, when I used to, like, envision this. Like, I told you, um, me and uh, we used to have, like, uh, I don't know. These little, oh, girl, I don't know. We used to talk about these dreams that we would have. It wasn't really dreams. We just kind of create our life, right? Mm-hmm. And Amari, I was supposed to be my husband. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, I'm going to the studio where my man's is at. So I just always know it's going to be there. And I was thinking about that earlier. And I was like, Trina, you always saw yourself in the industry. Like, you always saw yourself there. Um, it might not be with Omarion, but nonetheless, right. you saw you there. And like I said, I used to always say professional singing. I used to be like, is that even a thing? But over the years, you know, insecurities and just, you just shy away from that. And you'd be like, no. But when I was watching The Residence, funny that we, because we're kind of talking about this, but he had said that too. But he was just like, because she was like, I don't know, it kind of scares me. He was like, if it doesn't scare you, then, what do you say? If it doesn't scare you, then are you even supposed to be doing it? Or mm-hmm. something like, or something like, if it doesn't scare you, then, yeah, if it doesn't scare you, then are you supposed to be doing it or whatever? And so, um, and then she told him later, because she ended up not taking the job that, he was kind of encouraging her to take. Um, she decided to start a nonprofit, but she said when she got in her accident, you know, because she used to dance. She was like, she got her accident, had to learn, have a new life. She said then she settled into a job. Um, and then that was all uprooted because her boss was crooked, you know. Um, and so she was like, my fear is basically like, I guess like not making an impact in this mm-hmm. world. And so she wants to start a nonprofit basically for the same industry. Because she got into her job 
feel because of the hip replacement that she got, you know, as a dancer, but she was with the wrong person because he was crooked. But yeah, so it's like, normally, the thing that scares us is the thing, and the, the weird thing about it is, like, sometimes certain things scares us, but that, that might not be the exact thing, but it could just be like, leading you there yeah like it, it's just helping you warm up in those areas right like right. that's what I, I just said like i thought youtube was it yeah um i like being in front of camera and i did say i don't want that talk show but it's because i like being in front of camera and but it's like i like being in front of the camera and i like speaking right so it's like i'm always using my voice for something but not knowing what so yeah because god don't just drop it in your lap sure like he he prepares you mm-hmm. work but, it um, out Charlie. work it out right. I wish I pray Lord I don't know I, I, I want to know a way to like really help people tune in and discover what it is Yeah. because even when you like you can tell certain people because I've done it I've had the conversations and you're like what like what about what what, what tied into your childhood like what did you naturally do what did you love as a child and um they don't know like even me like I didn't remember a lot about my childhood so I was just trying to figure it out like I don't know but I mean God revealed it to me so maybe they just have to ask God but yeah no he for sure will because he revealed mine remember that dream I told you it was Captain Praise yeah. And so it's like all of that. It's always been music. But then I found other ways. Like, okay, well, maybe not. But what can we say to those that say that they have prayed and haven't heard anything? Or don't they still don't know? Just, I know for me, it took me a long time. Just keep swimming. Yeah. Because I, I did used to be like, what am I? What is my purpose? Like, why am I here? Because the thing about it is, like, if you're solely focused on that, God wants you to work on other things in the yeah. process. You know what I mean? So it's like. Because it's like, if you know what, then you might just try to pursue that right away. But it, the yeah. timing might not be right. That's true. You know, like, he still needs to prepare you for it. Yeah. Really, it's like, it's like him giving you a vision and then like, let, but let me help you get there. Yeah. Um, and so I, my advice would just be, just continue to just walk it out with him. You know what yeah. I mean? Even if you don't see nothing, you, it don't make sense. It's like, just keep going with him and eventually over time if you're continuing to pay attention first of all he's dropping hints yeah. but we overlook them you know because it's not this grand thing that you want so it's like it's little pieces here and there pay attention to your dreams pay attention to the signs you know like um don't go crazy you know because you'd be like oh, oh god what you saying but just i can't continue to go forward with i never it. had a dream about mine no mm Maybe you don't know. I think if I would have had a dream, it would make sense. <laughs> no, because you have dreams about a lot of stuff, and you still don't understand them. Like, but if I would have saw sports in my dreams, I would have been like, that makes sense. Maybe he said it subtly. Maybe he didn't say sports, Patrice. That's true. Maybe he showed you something. Yeah. You know? Maybe you saw yourself. Maybe, maybe it wasn't even you. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he showed you through camera. Because yeah. she has natural athletic abilities. And one thing that we do, well, not me because I ain't got no kids, but some parents just be like, oh, well, I missed that, so maybe they're going to do it. Yeah. But you still got your own purpose. You know what I mean? Like, you st- it's still something there for you. 
But and that's that's how some parents start to resent their kids, and they or they just try to live vicariously through them because they never got to fulfill the thing that they wanted, so they force their kids to do it. And like, cause you could have forced Cameron into sports, and Cameron might not even be doing sports. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I will say, oh, yep, God said He did show you through Cameron, mm-hmm. because Cameron is the reason that you even started to get back into it when you put her in gymnastics. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So when y'all used to be up there and downstairs and stuff. When you was like, oh, I used to always want to be in gymnastics. And you start thinking about cheer. You're trying to force Cameron to do cheer. Cameron don't want to do cheer. <laughs> <laughs> you I know, know I was, what I mean? I was thinking that earlier because I'm like, you know, I've always been, like, naturally gifted in, like, all the sports. Well, I don't really know about all of them. Like, not soccer. It's some things I just didn't do. Okay. But I was like, my heart desire <laughs> was to be a cheerleader. <laughs> And that's what I was going to say, too. I was like, since you was, because look, we talked about kids. Like, even before yeah, you started I used to doing always, sports, yeah. you always wanted to be a cheerleader. I always wanted like, to be a cheerleader. You wanted to be a cheerleader. You wanted to do gymnastics. Um, but I was saying this, like, with gymnastics, like, even at church, before you put Cameron in gymnastics, when she used to do her little car wheels, you used to be right there with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he started to move that in you because you weren't being as active. Like, you weren't even no, attempting to yeah. do anything with your body physically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... Over time, that's what he's been doing with you. Like, he's been... And then you'll you'll surprise yourself and be like, damn, I didn't even know I could do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the video you sent to her dad when y'all don't know what y'all was doing, handstands, whatever the case, y'all, whatever. Or, no, I think it was the flip. And you was like, uh... I think you didn't record yourself or something and you had, like, show cameras or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And so, um... But, yeah, but it's like, over this past year, that's what you've been doing a lot is really, like, trying things physically and surprising yourself that you can still do it like mm-hmm. you like i still got it i can still do that you know i can still like the stuff that came natural for you mm-hmm. um but <laughs> you overlooked them yeah so when you say he didn't tell you he told you he just didn't tell you yeah he was like building it right he was just and then was it was a basketball thing he was like oh your girl still got it then it was a football thing you know mm-hmm. like you're just slowly but sure he just kept bringing people because that's why he's here with the football like you know what i mean um, really, my prayer is just that every mother finds their it, mm-hmm. finds their element, and like be happy and thrive and show their kids that man, because mm-hmm. boy, do our kids need to see it, man, for real. Because it, the like, if we don't see it, we don't know. Yeah, and that's why it's so easy for us to just be like, oh, you know, that's kind of hard. Yeah, I'm gonna just take the easy route because we're just we're not accustomed to seeing people. Being challenged Sometimes or following. It's the kids that inspire the parents, too. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to have to wrap this up. So, first and foremost, we didn't even touch on it. When we set our goals for the week, did you complete yours? Did you do yours? I didn't have no goal. Oh, yeah, you said you didn't know, huh? But I will say that. Because I, I didn't think that I was going to be able to get back into working out, but I did. Yeah. And I completed my three days. I am drinking a gallon of water a day. I need to finish this bottle so I can complete this week and be successful. Yeah. So far, I am. Um, bed schedule. We ain't gonna talk about it. Well, you didn't give yourself any goals, so. But no. mine was to uh, to get stuff done so I didn't have to do it when Cameron was gone. And I did that. Like, literally, I did my laundry and stuff yesterday while she was still here. And then today, when she left, I just laid up all day. So I accomplished that. But, um... Are we saying goals for next week? I ain't got no goals. You got goals? I don't got none set yet, no. 
ain't got nothing. It's the same ones. I mean, I didn't have any, but like my goals for the month is working out again three days next week, which I've been committing to. I committed to last week, so it's like it's easier for me now yeah. at this point. It's like a no-brainer. I do be feeling like I don't want to, though. I'm not going to lie, yeah. I, but I pushed through. Um, I guess yeah. mine would be to, uh, because I did set monthly goals, but this week I didn't really, it wasn't a great week with them. <laughs> So I feel like uh, next month, next week, I'm committing more to that, to getting them things done. Yeah. So remember my my word for this month is completion. I got some things I got to complete. I can't be falling off already. Girl, I will say, because I was just thinking about new beginnings for me and just how like just thinking about this whole passion thing and it's like god is really showing not showing out but like he's really starting to bring pieces together you know like because we was like we don't even know what this process was for but the things are slowly starting to come together and it just requires us to be patient <clears throat> you know what i mean because we was getting frustrated like god what are we even here for and it's about to make sense Pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's starting to make sense slowly. So, but yeah. Well, all right, guys, that wraps up episode two. Episode two. Yes, ma'am. Um, we will be back next week. Yeah, next week. <laughs> right. Um, just continue to live each day in the moment. Don't think too far ahead, because if you focus on the future, you will miss the present. Mm-hmm. So, we love you guys, and we are out. Bye.